This is a Federal News Network podcast. IT modernization takes center stage on Capitol Hill this month with two hearings, including one happening in the next week. The two hearings will cap a spring and early summer, which saw renewed interest in lawmakers in getting agencies to move off their legacy systems. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, executive editor Jason Miller writes about why these hearings and other efforts might be part of how lawmakers are teeing up the next major IT legislation that would be coming out in the fall. Jason joins me now with more. Two hearings in July. What do we know about those, Jason? They're almost going to come back to back, both late in July. I've just been told just uh, this morning, Tom, that the first hearing is going to be around July 20th, and that is going to feature two former federal executives, Matt Cornelius, most likely, who's now uh, the executive director of the Alliance for Digital Innovation, and Gordon Bitko, who's a former FBI CIO, is now over at ITI. And both of them will talk about the need for IT modernization, both looking at it from their government experience, but also bringing out industry perspectives now that they are leading associations. The second one, Tom, is going to be on the Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act, or FATARA. It'll be the 10th scorecard. And this is really, if you will, many times a referendum on what's been happening over the last few years. FATARA is now five and a half years old. There's been 10 scorecards. You see significant agency progress time and again with each new scorecard. More agencies getting higher grades. So, okay, what's that really mean? How have they performed just because they're getting good grades on FATARA? And I think that's all going to play into this discussion because Capitol Hill, all of a sudden, Tom, is much more interested in IT modernization than ever before. Yes, on the Hill, you've got proposals for billion-dollar IT modernization funds. Why do you think this interest, this appetite is coming now? Is it because of the coronavirus and what we've learned from all of the new programs and teleworking? That is probably a big chunk of it. I think with the surge in telework and the changes that agencies have had to make in a short amount of time, and those agencies that made changes over the last few years have fared better than those who hadn't when the telework you know, surge kicked in, I think Congress is starting to notice that. But also I think that the citizens are demanding these changes and citizens are saying, why is it so hard for me to do X? You know, fill out an application, apply for benefits. Why is the SBA able to set up a new application for loans in five days while the IRS struggles with, with old systems? And, and you know, two, two examples here, Tom, that really highlight are one we talked about previously, which is Senator Maggie Hassan's letter to 10 agencies asking for IT modernization strategies and what they're doing going forward. Those answers are actually are due August 3rd, so that's a good reminder, coming up just after the Fatara hearing. And then just recently on Friday, Senator Hassan and Senator Rob Portman introduced a Centers of Excellence bill to codify that effort for, that's uh, led by the General Services Administration and the Trump administration around the COEs to help agencies move forward more quickly with IT modernization. That bill just kind of came out of the blue on Friday. It's very similar to one that Ro Khanna, the congressman from California, introduced earlier in the year that's in the House side. So the, all of a sudden there's this, again, building of momentum. And as I talked to Suzette Kent, the federal CIO, earlier in June when, when Maggie Hassan's letters came out, she believes there is this bigger appetite. There is a, a there is an opportunity now more than ever because of those reasons that, that you mentioned, but also there's a better understanding across Capitol Hill. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller, and then legislation could be coming. We'll get to Fatara in a minute because that's about acquisition of IT. You think there's new legislation coming for IT itself? 
I've talked to several experts over the last month or so, including Tony Scott, the former federal CIO, including Rich Butel, who really was one of the lead staff members behind Fatara. And both of them see this change that's happening across Congress and both believe that legislation is potentially in the mix. And, and if you think about it, Tom, and you and I go back far enough now to remember, you had Klinger Cohen in 94, you had the E-Government Act in 2003, you had other legislation that kind of popped in on a minor side, but then the next major legislation was Fatara in 2015. So the the time between major legislation, I think, is shrinking because of the impact technology is having across government. So five years in for Fatara, are we looking at you know updates to major legislation or new legislation? The COE bill is a minor update. Is there a major one coming? And I think what what you know, Senator Hassan is doing is collecting that information to say, do we need more legislation? I think Congressman Connolly, who's leading this July 20th hearing, as well as the Fatara hearing, is collecting information to say, do we need new legislation? So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something pop in the fall that maybe would be put into the NDA next year. Again, this is all hypothetical, Tom. This is just sure. reading those tea leaves. But if you look back over history, it all makes sense. Well, that idea of the Centers for Excellence, that kind of experimental way where a few agencies had a lot of success, you know, the rule in IT is when you figure out a way of success on a small scale, you scale it. So it would go, in this case, across government. So that could be mitigating in favor of legislation. Well, we know it works here and there under these circumstances. Why can't it work for everybody? And what we're seeing from GSA with the COEs is a rapid expansion. I mean, we know that Anil Cherian, the head of TTS, the Technology Transformation Service, announced last week he's leaving, but in just the 18 months he's been in that role, the COEs have expanded from, I think, two agencies to eight or 10 agencies. It's, it's incredible. Now we have OPM and Consumer Product Safety Commission and the FCC uh, and the FDA. So you see a lot of agencies that are jumping on it because they're seeing the, be- the value. And I think Congress is paying attention and saying, okay, well, here's a bill to help that make sure we continue that forward. But what do we need more broadly? What are some of the tools? What are some of the processes that need to change? How can we deal with funding? How can we ensure that working capital funds and the technology modernization fund are, are, have all the authorities that's needed to move forward to get agencies off this legacy IT? And with respect to FATARA, Federal Information Technology Acquisition Reform Act, you mentioned there's been years now of scorecards. And often these pieces of legislation that entail scorecards become scorecard exercises and not exercises in fixing what the legislation and the scores card were supposed to measure. Do you have the sense that there's going to be an update happening there, too? I, I do, and, and several reasons why. One, obviously, Congressman Connolly and others have talked about it. But second, and, and importantly, the Government Accountability Office, which you know, really does the scorecard, has talked about it. But more importantly, Tom, I think there's this understanding that you're right. After, t- after 10 versions, five years of the scorecard, it's time to relook at it and go, okay, is the impact that's having still having that same effect to change agency behaviors or do we need a new set of metrics because we've they've reached point a now they have to get to point b and and those are new metrics and different metrics again going back to tony scott the former federal cio he says one of those big areas that he'd like to see added is something around improved customer experience kind of digital transformation I also talked with Jonathan Album, a former CIO of the Agriculture Department, who's now over at ServiceNow, and he goes, one of the big problems he's seen over the last few years with the scorecard is they're trying to make apples-to-apples comparisons, large agencies, smaller agencies, federated agencies, you know, not federated. 
government agencies, and that's necessarily a good thing because what DHS is doing may not be the same thing as what SSA is doing, just because of the way they're set up. So he'd like to see that those changes happen where you take into account the different type of agencies and how they're constructed to meet IT modernization goals. I think the other one that Rich Butel brought up to me, again, former Hill staff member, he says that cyber has been a big debate over the last few years, how to add cyber hygiene scores. He thinks that's another area that's really ripe to add in there because agencies are still struggling with some of those basics around cybersecurity. And we've seen Fatara really hold people accountable, at least move them in the right direction. Cybersecurity is one of those things that agencies have struggled to move in the right direction. Again, basic cyber hygiene, patching, ensuring configuration management. We're not talking about really highly complicated things here, Tom. So I think that's another metric that could be added to the Fatara scorecard in a, in a broader way. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks so much. My pleasure, Tom. Check out his reporter's notebook. It's now online at federalnewsnetwork.com. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.